Welcome to Broad Ideas. <laughs> I hate that I always say that and you guys are just silent. <laughs> just look at you blankly. Yeah, but no one can see you. I know. The silence, though. They feel it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are a-holes. This um, is a special Halloween episode. This is Ooh. a special Halloween episode. So Olivia was really lobbying for this because she's super into this shit. And I am too. I'm not. I'm, but you're you're like way more than I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm not at all. And Rob could not be more skeptical. Now, he's skeptical on most things we find in life. But yeah, this in particular, Rob was like, no, I'm not buying it. So we wanted to talk to a medium, right? And we were introduced to this fellow, Jonathan Mark, who could not be sweeter, more genuine. Love, love, love him. He's 30 years old. He's a kid. But I truly believe, and Olivia believes, and Rob does not, that he has a real gift. He was nice. I will, I will concede that he was a very of nice course. man. He's a very genuine guy. I think that Rob's going to have to have his own reading. I yeah, do yeah, too. I would have to. So Jonathan, okay, so Jonathan, he has been sought after by some of the world's top celebrities. I'll have like you Rachel know. Bilson. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, CEOs, professional athletes, first responders. Like he helps the police. It's crazy to me to like solve cases. There's nothing cooler than that. Okay, that for me is the coolest thing because I'm obsessed with the police shit. <laughs> with Sting. With what? With Sting. What? The police. The police. Oh, He's the being police. funny. He, he helps the band, okay, right? You can't, you can't, my brain is not working today. I did not get any sleep. I'm, it's not, it's not there. So, got it. Don't stand so close to me, Rob. There it is. <laughs> She's <home>. there. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's he's like really, you know, people come to him and I do truly believe he has a gift. So Olivia and I both had personal readings done with Jonathan, but not on the podcast. And I'll go first because mine I feel like isn't as interesting as yours, Olivia, just because your history is more interesting than mine. Um, and Olivia is not searchable on the internet. True. See, here goes exactly. our skeptic. No, here he's go- saying that's I, I mean, good. I'm saying that's no, it's yeah. true. He's it's true. saying okay, that's okay. a good thing. Like yours, we could be yeah, like, well, saying, could you find that? I am searchable. So, but the first person that pops up is good old Pop Pop. That's my grandfather, Alfred. And Jonathan was like, I see a letter A, maybe an owl. Now, okay, in all fairness, I have not Googled this myself like done any deep dives to see how much information I could find out. But anyway, even if I did, he still said some shit that he would not have known um, other than... (sighs) He actually actually started by saying, who's Al? He just came straight with who's Al. Oh, yeah, because you and I, the first Mm -hmm. time 
We spoke with him. Olivia and I both were on with him. And it was to both of us, like, who's Al? Or who, yeah. Yeah, well, like, who's and then, Al? And then I joined and he was like, the spirits are getting too crowded. We Wait, need to do this me, later. Do no, not he was just like, what is this dark cloud spirit that has entered <laughs> and fogged my brain? <laughs> I feel a demon. We're like, no, no, that's Rob. That's Rob. So, yes. Yeah, so he was like, who's Al? And I was like, my pop-up. Now, I haven't had many people in my life that were super close to me pass away, but my grandparents who were the closest to me. And Al was my pop-pop, my grandpa. And he was here in full force. And he was a jokester. He was funny. And he came to talk to me. And it was it was really nice to hear from him. And Jonathan shared some things that are a little too personal, I don't want to say, but they were on point. They were. Shockingly so. You talked to him directly? You don't like... Huh? You talked to him directly? To pop up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like was go- like Patrick Swayze and Ghost. Did he, and yeah, did his eyes like go up and then he started talking to you as him he or what? Me. What was it? No, he was just saying things that only, there's no way he could have Googled. Now I'm being more vague about mine because there's some things I don't want to talk about, but I feel like Olivia's reading was so on point and you can speak more openly about it that I think it'll be more interesting to hear what he said to you. So, Rob, I don't even know if you know any of this, but, um, okay, so we started, right? And he went with my grandpa. He's like, who's William? And I'm like, that's my grandpa. And he started talking and he nailed a lot of the family dynamics. Like, as far as like, he's like, okay, since he's been gone, you, you know, certain people aren't talking. And then he said, um, do you have an aunt that passed away. And I said, well, I believe so because I think I've shared this before. I have an aunt that went missing. So so he just listened to the podcast. He could have listened to the podcast, right? And gotten that. He he didn't go too far into it. He just briefly said like she was knocking on her head, which signals like mental illness or something along those lines and that she just kind of disappeared. So sure, at that point, I'm like, okay, he could have listened to the podcast, right? And and from the beginning, he said, listen, I am well aware that most people come and they want to hear from one particular person. And if I'm not hitting that person at any point, just stop me and say there's someone else. And so I'm like, okay. And he's going all in on my grandpa. He's getting everything specifically right. However, that's not who I wanted to hear from, you know? So he stayed on that for a while. And I'm sitting there being like, no, 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 no. And like, we're close to being done. And I was like, there's someone else. And he's like, okay. And he sits there for a while and he's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm getting a really tragic death. And this is a parent. He's like, you lost your father. And I was like, I did. And he's like, and this is not something that he had anything to do with. He's like, I'm seeing him pointing a finger at me in an aggressive way. Like this was done to him. Um, he's like, the way I'm really picking up on this is he was murdered. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, but it wasn't like he was a bad guy and involved in something. He's like, he's showing me a box that's literally saying, 
wrong place, wrong time. If this would have been a minute different, an hour different, he would still be here. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, and now he's throwing badges at me. He's like, he is saying that the cops really fucked up, that the cops dropped the ball. They didn't deal with this properly, that he's like, I'm just seeing cops, cops. He's like, he's literally just throwing badges at me. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, and it was basically an aggressive murder. And I'm sitting there and he's like, is this accurate? And I'm like, yeah, my dad was shot by a police officer. That's how he died. And he was like, okay, that makes perfect sense. That's exactly what I'm seeing. And he's like, he's here with you now. And he's telling you that he's just so proud of you and loves you and all that stuff, you know, that of course anyone would want to hear. But, you know, afterwards I looked on the internet, like I was trying to find, like, is there a way to connect that and I couldn't find anything. Um, there's nothing on my social media. There's nothing on my Facebook. There's nothing that we've discussed in the podcast. And so the accuracy of... And he wasn't saying like he was killed by a cop. He was saying like something went wrong with the cops. And and that is what happened. That's exactly what happened. And he's like, but your dad's a great guy. Like, he's the kind of guy I want to sit down and have a beer with. And I was like, well, that's what he was doing that night. You know, um, he was drunk driving and he got pulled over and the officer was insane and shot him six times. And that's... Because they thought he had a gun, right? They didn't... They had already searched him and he did not have a gun and they knew he didn't have a gun. Something happened where... He picked up his French fries because he had gone through a drive-through. They had followed him for five miles and he didn't do anything wrong. And then he stopped too far into a crosswalk. And then he went through the drive-through and he was drinking and driving, which obviously he shouldn't have. They searched him. They knew he had no gun. The least violent man, like he has no nothing. He's never done anything to hurt anyone in his life, right? And he was explaining to them, I was just going back to the drive-thru because they got my order wrong. And he picked up his bag of French fries. And in the report, the cops said something along the lines of he was aggressively waving his fries at me. And he so shot him shot six him. times. And the um, other officer was in the line of fire. And so like when we went, you know, um, to court and everything, she testified because she had filed a report that week. If someone doesn't get him off of the force, he's going to kill someone. <gasps> yeah. So it was literally wrong place, wrong time. And Jonathan kept saying, he's like, he's showing me this box of like, this was literally down to the second of wrong place, wrong time. How are you feeling, so Rob? <laughs> I mean, that's a fucked up story and I don't want to take away from that. But how would he have known that? I mean, he didn't know that he was giving little clues, and I'm sure leading you to that. I said nothing about. I said nothing about. I mean, it's kind of specific. Wrong place. Well, let me just say something. Let me say something. He kept saying cops and badges and wrong wrong doing by the cops. Sure. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and murder. 
I need to make a point because you do talk about your dad and stuff, but the episode that was just out wasn't out Mm-mm. prior to you speaking to Jonathan. So Mm-mm. it's not like he could have heard anything on the podcast either. Listen, right. I mean, I I would like to believe it. How about uh, the other thing? Let me just say one other thing that happened with Olivia and mm-hmm. we won't name names or anything, but after the reading, Jeff asked her, was there anything that didn't really ring true? Like that didn't feel right? I'll yeah. let you tell it though. It's yeah. So at one point before <laughs> he went in on my dad, he was like, has anyone in your family, like in your close family recently had a miscarriage, a stillborn, lost a baby. And I was like, mm, no. And he was like, mm, he's showing me this baby. Your grandpa's showing me this baby and saying it's okay. And he was kind of like persistent on it. And I was like, I literally don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, okay, well, he's not letting it go. And I was like, all right. So when Jeff was like, did anything like flag you that wasn't accurate? I was like, yeah, my grandpa was showing a baby that, you know, and I explained it to him and he's like, Olivia, your cousin. And obviously I'm not going to say which cousin. I have plenty of cousins, but um, she did just go through a couple of really traumatic experiences. And I was like, oh my God. And And that's that's her her grandpa. grandpa. Have we swayed you, Rob? <laughs> I'm not swayed. No, no, I'm not swayed. Um... <laughs> I thought it was interesting that because I, I was saying no to him. I was like, no, not at all. And he was like, well, he's yeah. showing me this. He's showing me this baby and he's showing me And he wasn't letting it go. And I was like, that's no, like, it's like a hard no. And then I I think I was just like, so in it that I wasn't thinking. I think you need to have a like, level of believing in things like that to even accept that. Like, I, I think that people that are spiritual and believe in those things can experience them. I'm not saying that you're full of shit if you say you see a ghost and you believe in ghosts. I believe that they think they saw a ghost and can connect those dots. And But that it's not real? I don't personally... Like, I haven't seen a ghost before. And I think maybe that's because I'm closed off and don't believe in them. But I haven't seen a ghost and I still was all about it. And I will say, he said things to me about past relationships that nobody would know. Except me. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't believe in supernatural powers. <clears throat> you is, don't is what it is. Not, not, It's not that specifically I think Jonathan is lying or full of shit or anything. Or that he's like a con man. I don't think that at all. I just, yeah, I don't believe in that supernatural So you don't think anyone has that gift? It's not just that you don't think Jonathan does. You don't think anyone does? I don't think anyone does. And I'm not... I wouldn't say I don't believe that there's, like, spirits and energies and things like that. I just don't know that I fully believe that there is a person that's channeling that. And over Zoom can be like, all right, here's your 
Well, how do you explain it? How do you explain him knowing things that are actually impossible to look up? I don't know. It's it's tough. I get it because even as someone who does buy into that stuff and believe it, I don't think everyone that um, claims to have that power has that power. Right. Yeah, maybe that's it. That is. I don't deny that. I, be, I do believe that he does have a gift. Yeah, and even in the moment too, I was trying to be skeptical because right. I'm like, Me well, too. could he? Could he? Could he? But then when he started, even like certain things like when he was referencing my sister he's like tell her she's a knucklehead and like the way he did it was like my dad you know like literal mm-hmm. words my dad would have used like it was it was bizarre yeah yeah i mean i think i would have to experience it to i really do think that you need a reading with him yeah so so do you believe that people can be psychic um, no. Oh, interesting. Well, you know it's been proven that we only use a certain amount of our brain, right? And our well, yeah, power. but that doesn't, that's not, that's not facts towards that you can use your brain to then tell the future. <laughs> or what, I mean, what, what, can we define psychic or what you mean by psychic Yeah, abilities? someone that has premonitions, someone that can... Um, see something happen before it does. Right? Yeah. So there's psychics, there's mediums, clairvoyants are psychics, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't believe in any of that stuff? Uh, like, yeah, like 95% no on that. So why would the FBI use people to help them solve cases? Because why Do you not? Think they're I dummies? mean, if they're if it's like a cold case and they are trying, like they still need to go back it up by facts. So if why not? <laughs> if this person is claiming that they can give us a lead on something because we have nowhere else to go. Go ahead, Rachel. No, I was just gonna say, you know, when you'll listen to our conversation and he tells a story about being a kid and like these aren't things you can make up. So I think people should just hang tight, hear a conversation with him. I think Rob needs a reading with him. Agreed. So Jonathan, please give Rob a reading. And you need to experience it for yourself. And then we'll talk about it. Yeah, well, and I I don't want to be disrespectful to him and what he no, does either. I know it's not and, personal and I, towards yeah, him. Not I'm at just all. being honest about how I feel about... And a lot the, of people feel that yeah. way. The same way you do, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think it's important that at going into this conversation that we have that as part of the conversation. I agree. Have you lost anyone? Yeah, I don't have any. His all my grandparents are all my oh, grandparents yeah. are gone. Oh, his, yeah. grandpa, his grandpa did, crashed his car into the side of a bank. <laughs> and he said, what did he say again? I didn't know they had a drive through What did he say? Yeah, yep, <laughs> he said that. He said. <laughs> I want to meet him. We need Jonathan on because I would love to he- meet him. <laughs> you would, yeah. He was, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan's okay. also just like a precious little soul. He really is. He's so genuine. I can't yeah, emphasize I, that. Enough. I mean, I liked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, so it's not about that. I know. And I also feel for him because I feel like that would be a really, really, aside from the job, right? Like aside from that being a really hard job and seeing ghosts and dead people and all the darkness that comes with it, 
I think it would be really hard too because everything you do, someone's skeptical of you. Mm-hmm. And that like would be a constantly shitty, trying to prove yourself. Yeah, that's shitty feeling. It's like exhausting. I was doing this and wasn't my choice and yet being doubted. And Rob's telling me that I'm yeah. full of shit. Rob's shitting all over it. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you're not saying he's not. You're just saying you don't believe that that's a thing, period. Right. And it would it would take a lot to convince me. Like even some of the like breadcrumbing along the way, I don't think fully convinces me of like, here's some broader statements that a lot of people are going to connect to. Who would connect to their family? Like, tell me who would connect to that story though. So me, like part of that, what I hear is like, all right, there's something more than your grandpa you've established, which then what relationship then to you would be more impactful that you'd want to know about. Okay, it's probably one of your parents. I think, I mean, it, it just seems like something that you can read into someone a bit. Oh, you, you look at me and you're like, that girl? <laughs> She's Daddy issues. issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I, but, I mean, that's how, not saying that's how he does it, but that's how people like that, or that's how... But that's still some that's kind of intuition done. then. That's a gift. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's an intuition. I think that's impressive too. And that's more impressive from a psychological level of being able to read people that well. When he started saying he's throwing badges at me, like that's when I started getting like a little nauseous in my tummy. You know what I mean? Because right. like, right. sure. I mean that, yeah. I don't know how to explain that. I don't know if like I wasn't there. <laughs> So I, like maybe you I had said a, nothing, you had, just so you know, Rob. you had a plaque of your dad on the wall behind you that he could see or I was like this. <laughs> I said absolutely zero words the whole time he was saying it. He did say that to me. He's like, Olivia didn't really talk. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> she was pretty silent. I was just like laughing at my grandpa. But he did say that you did not talk most of the time and you just listened. I didn't want to give him a single thing. Yeah. She challenged him. Why Why didn't you? Because I, I feel like out of the three of us, you're the most open to this sort of thing. Well, because I believe too that I don't know, I didn't know him. I didn't mm-hmm. know what his capabilities were. I believe there are a lot of people out there that claim to have gifts that they don't. And I'm actually really skeptical when it comes to that stuff because I don't want to give them anything. I want to see what they come with and, you know, take it from there. But like, I didn't want to lead him in any way. And even as he was doing it, I was feeling skeptical. I was Mm -hmm. like, is this... But then once he started saying he was murdered and started throwing... He's like, he just keeps throwing badges at me and he's mad at the cops. The cops did this. It was wrong of them. Like, that's when I started being like, you know Rob doesn't look convinced but I I mean you're doing a really good job Olivia I'm also in my mind just thinking like if this exists does that mean that there's a little gang of ghosts around all of us that (laughs) unless we go hire someone like Jonathan which 0.005% of the world are going to actually do they just go silent and are these tortured spirits following us around that are trying to tell us uh-uh. these things? Or they only come in when there's a vessel that can connect? 
Oh, no, I see. I think they're coming through all the time. I think that they are communicating with us in ways that unless we have an activated conscious um, presence to us, we're not seeing, right? But the more in tune and in touch we are with our spirit, the more we're probably open to seeing how they're communicating with us all the time. That's my thoughts. Fair. And I will give you this. I think that obviously out of the three of us, the reason I'm probably the most open to it is because I formed that at 15 years old when my dad died. Mm -hmm. It was like, I needed that in order to Mm -hmm. function and survive. And so I get that that's a thing. But through it, I've seen that it's only made my life better. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. I think that was kind of the point I was not successfully trying to make earlier. Is that I think if people are getting positivity out of it, then that's great. I'm not trying to stomp on that either. You're just asking me what I think of it. And I, I'm normally, I would just sit silently and not say anything. What's your dad's name? I'll see if I can find anything. Michael Allen. I want a very generic name. But you, you have to find it going through her though. Because like, don't how would he know my him. dad's name? Yeah. Well, like a family tree. Yeah, he's not on any of the 23andMe or any of that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> this is too, coming yeah, up this, with nothing. <laughs> hey, yeah, try. The, name, the name doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, Michael Allen couldn't be more like... Yeah, no, a, The fact a, that the name is that generic <laughs> is not making it easy to find anything. Right. So that, that works in your favor. I know. Me. Yeah. Oh, look at Rob actually giving you a little crumb. Well, let, why don't we listen to the conversation? Let's cue the spooky music. Welcome, Jonathan Mark, the psychic medium. So obviously you have this gift, but how did you know you had it? Like, when did it, you know what I mean? Like, how did it come about? Yeah, it's um, it's kind of, a, um, I guess, a funny, like, weird story. But when I was about four, three or four, um, that's when I, I said my first thing. And my mom's sister passed away when I was six months old. And I never met her. Her name is Susan. And I'm sure, like, in your family, just like in my family, there's pictures of people, like, everywhere. So it was Easter time. And uh, I walked up to my mom, and she was with her other sister, my grandfather, And I said, like, Susan's here, and everyone starts to laugh and kind of, like, shake it off, like, you know, there's pictures and stuff, like, he has an imagination. And then I said, no, she's grabbing a jean jacket, and she's thanking you. She's, like, smiling and grabbing a jean jacket. So my mom turned white like a ghost because they were best friends. They lived together, and they would steal clothes from each other. So when the burial service and, and everything happened, when everyone left, my mom walked in where the casket was and put the jean jacket on her and closed the casket because she wanted my aunt to be warm when she was underground. Like, I know it's like weird and stuff, but she's just like, that was her. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like she wanted, it was their favorite jean jacket. They would steal back and forth from each other. And then my mom's, I guess, eyes got really wide. She started to like cry. And my grandpa, I'll never forget this. Yelled like, what the fuck's this kid talking about? And my mom told the story to everyone. And then everyone kind of looked at me like, what the hell is this kid's like? 
Like, how did he know this? And then as like years went on, I was seeing like a lot of other things and like other people's family and just things I didn't really want to see at, at like a younger age and stuff. And then I wanted to be normal too. As I got to a certain age, I realized what I was seeing and feeling and all that. Like not everyone was to that extent or not anyone was at all. And I wanted to be normal. Like I wanted to play sports. I wanted to go out with my friends and party and just be like as normal as possible. But it got to a point where as I kept getting older, I, I use this term, like my funnels kept getting wider and wider. So everything was coming more clearly. I was able to understand more. And I thought I was schizophrenic when mm-hmm. I was like going off to college. Like I didn't know what was going on. And I thought like I was going crazy. Like it was a really weird time. So how did it, when did you, you know, realize that it was a gift and turn it around essentially? So I went off to school and my mom would go to mediums and stuff. And she's like, I'm going to this medium. And she's like, I can ask if you want. So for me being 18, 19, whatever, I thought a medium was like crystal ball, long nails, kind of like what a stereotypical like person would be, I guess, with that. And she was like, do you want me to ask? I was like, I guess, like, I don't know. So I came home during winter break and she asked the medium and the medium's like, this kid could be crazy. I have no idea. You have to bring him in. Like, I have no idea. So I walk in and she's like, yeah, holy shit. Like I've never seen someone this developed this young, like fast. She's like, can I teach you? Like, can I help you like understand what you're seeing? Cause I didn't know. And I was like, hell no. I was like, absolutely (laughs) not. I was like, no way. I'm like, I'm going back to school, like playing lacrosse. Like I want to enjoy like my time. And then literally as I got into the car, I was like, shit, I'm like, should have taken her up on this offer because if I wasn't going to like do the medium stuff, I always wanted to help people. So I was either going to do a military law enforcement, all of that. So she kind of like helped me understand what I was seeing. And I caught up to the level she was at And she was doing it for like 10 years and like six months. And she was just like, you know, now you have to go off on your own. Like, I can't really help you. So then my mom became like bringing friends I've never met from work and and all (laughs) that, like, you know, things like that. And she just became like my biggest fan with it. But my, my family was like, yo, like, don't encourage this, like me to like do this. He's like, that's so weird. Like in the beginning, everyone was saying that because I come from a Jewish and Italian family. Hey, me too. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's just like, that's like taboo stuff and they don't like to talk about it. So it was hard to convince my family in the beginning of like what was going to happen, like what was going on. But that's basically how it like started with like everything. Do you get messages for yourself too, or is it just for other people? I wish it was for myself. I mean, I got, I have so many questions for myself. I wish I can have the answers for it, but it's always for other people. And it's always a lot of times now I've learned to kind of like ignore it. So like when I'm in public, I'm not going to walk up to someone and be like, grandma Judy is here. Like, you know, like (laughs) I don't, I don't want to do that because I know that's invading people's like privacy and stuff. So, but I do get messages when it comes for like health, like stuff where Mm. I'm like, Hey, like you need to go to like a doctor, like as fast as you possibly can. And and I have done it and it's, and it's helped out tremendous, but that's the stuff I will approach someone for. If I'm like, I see like, you know, something is going to happen, like as far as like a heart attack or something like that, then I walk up to them to be like, get to the hospital, like go, go, go. 
But anything else, like Grandma Judy, I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> I've always wished someone would come up to me and do that. <laughs> like, I'm like walking through the world being like, please tell me Grandma Judy's here. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are like that. A lot of people are like, tell me anything and everything. And then when you tell them like the really nitty gritty stuff, they like, they don't know how to digest it at times. So now I've learned to really like be very careful. Like if someone asks me out in public about something, I'm very careful with it because I don't want anyone, I don't want to say something that's like overstepping in someone's personal life when there's other people around them and stuff. So now I've learned grandma Judy's here and just keep it going. (laughs) 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 Right. What's one of the craziest things that you've ever, you know, gotten a message about or given a message to, you know what I mean? Like, do you have any crazy stories? Yeah, I have a story and I've never like shared this like ever. So I was doing a reading. It was, um, it was a family of like an aunt and a niece and a nephew and they were sitting down and I'm kind of like talking and starting the reading and the nephew was probably 18, 19, I'd probably say. So he wasn't like, he was young, but not like, like, um, like a 12 year old. I see something very like disturbing and I didn't want to say in front of anyone. So I said, can you come with me to the other room? I go to the other room and I say, Hey dude, like I'm going to be honest with you. And I told him that I saw that he was planning like a hate crime, like going down South and starting and like going to like do something like really bad, like very, very, very bad. Mm. And I told him, I'm like, listen, I'm like, I'm telling you this now because I'm going to tell your aunt. And like, I'm just telling you as a man to man, because like, this is not okay what I see. And the aunt, like I told the aunt and she's like, I don't know. I don't know. So she calls his father and they go on his computer and they find out that he was going to go to like the South, meet up with a group of people that are essentially, you know, like white supremacy people and go and start shooting and stuff. Like there was a whole plan, like a whole thing. So that was something that was like pretty crazy to me where I was like, I'm very thankful that I was kind of able to stop like something and it was like very disturbing just to even see because like typically that's not the normal of like what I would see for like a reading and stuff. So yeah, that was pretty crazy. So it's so interesting to me because like a medium, obviously you can speak to people from the other side and Mm -hmm. all of that. But then there's also these like kind of psychic messages, you Mm -hmm. know, and premonitions, right? So yeah, is there a difference when you're saying you're a medium versus someone who's like a psychic or, you know, what's the difference? Yeah. So like a medium is someone who connects to the other side. So like when it comes to those like psychic moments, like, like that, it was more so his family member on the other side was like giving me the information. Uh, A psychic is only just focusing on like the future and like, and typically with like the future stuff, it's like relationship finances and things like that, that people go to like career advice, but like a medium really just like uses like their, you know, gift as like, a tool for if something's going to happen. And and because typically it's the near future. It's not like far, far, far future because like the far, far, far future, in my opinion, it's too hard. Even if you ask them to predict because everyone has such like free will. So like if you're, if you're driving down the street and you go left every day and I tell you stay left, but then there's an accident you have to go right. Well, then it's just like everything like change because you went right instead of staying left the entire time. So I try to explain to people when they ask me like stuff like years out, I'm like, it's just not realistic to like, to like do. Right. Right. So you, I know that you 
use your gift in, in many ways. And I know you help out like with cases and stuff, right? Yeah. That yeah. sounds so fun to me. Cause like personally, yeah. I'm like, I just want to be a detective. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like what happened to my aunt? No, yeah, yes, go look at this. Yeah, we'll talk after. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk after. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But like, so do they call upon you, and then you you research it? Like, how does that come oh. about? Yeah, so I recently just got a call. Today is Monday on Saturday that a case was reopened from 1987, <gasps> and the NYPD like recommended to reach out to me to like investigate. So I don't ask for any background. I don't want to know the background of any case, like, Mm -hmm. because I feel like if I do, it's going to taint the reading like way Mm -hmm. too much. Like I'm going to like read and then think it's someone when it could not be someone, which has like has happened where it's like people think it's one person and then it's like, it's not that person or to go down different avenues. So yeah, the families call on me a lot. The PIs, detectives, like FBI, like they'll call on like different cases and stuff when it's like cold case missing persons or corporate cases or like a new thing with like technology stuff hmm. and all that. It's it's kind of crazy. I have like over 400 cold cases people want me to like work on right now. Have you solved any? I solved a bunch. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> does that feel when that happens? It's a humbling experience because it's um, the best way I can explain it is like you're giving the f- my first thing is to give the family closure and then the answers because they're struggling. But to see them get the sigh of like relief, just like to see the weight it lifts off their shoulders when they're able to reopen a case or turn a corner, it's like the best humbling experience that I I can't even like explain because just to see the families just like take a deep breath and they're like, okay, like now I can start to get justice for whoever is mm-hmm. the best thing, like the absolute best thing. Are there any cases that you're allowed to talk about or tell a story of what happened and how you solved it? Yeah. So I just solved a case uh, last week. I got a call and the case was, and I call this the new wave of cases because of the technology that's going on. Mm. Um, people at a very big like corporation like someone was hacking into their stuff and was going to leak very you know intense i guess you could say like files of like personal stuff of people so i get called on i tell them who to look at describe what the person looked like but really tell them who to look at the first initial reaction from people is like yo like this shit is bullshit like Mm -hmm. no way like and then it raises curiosity And then people look and they look in their computer and they see all the anonymous emails, the cryptid emails. So weeks go by and then they call me They're like, hey, like what you said. And they show me a picture of the guy and they're like, this is the person who you said with the name and all that. And and that's also like a humbling experience, too, because when you're helping out like a corporate place, those people are very like analytical. They're not as open-minded as like people are. Mm-hmm. And for them just to even rely on me or ask me was was nice. But then when they when you speak to them, they're like, you can tell they're like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like why are we on I'm the like, phone we'll with give this it a kid? Chance. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like we'll give it a chance. This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. But and then there's another one I could talk about. Um this woman got murdered and they didn't know who it was. And they called me and the PI and detectives call me and they're like, listen, the case is about to be closed in two weeks because there's no new evidence or no new anything for us to keep it open. Mm -hmm. They're like, can you help us? And I was like, sure, let me read this person. So I read this person and this person was in a cult Mm -hmm. and um, 
not like a cult, like I guess what, what people see on like TV. It was a cult, like a wellness cult or something where like they're very intense in like the wellness stuff, but it's like once you're in it, it's like impossible to get out of and they basically control you. And they thought it was this one guy and they were like so positive and they're like, we're going to go get a warrant, like look at him. And I was like, no way. I'm like, it's this person. Please like start looking like into it. So I don't hear about it right away. So like, I wish I, like, I wish I, I was on like the email so I could hear about like in real time, mm-hmm. but three months go by, four months go by. I get a call from the family and the detective on one call. And they're like, the person who you told us was the person who did it. Wow. And they're like, and they're like, we weren't going to look at it, like look at him essentially. And they're like, but you just raised red flags for us during that like session and they're like we just decided just like hey like why not just like look at it and they did and then i guess they found things that like trace back because it happened like 30 years ago or 40 years ago yeah it wasn't recent but there was stuff that happened a couple years ago that they were able to reopen the case again Mm -hmm. but they were about to close it just like what they called me this weekend it was closed since 1987 and then they found something and now it's reopened again (gasps) Which case so, is that? The 19... I know you can't say or you can I can't say because I'm literally speaking to the person tomorrow oh, really? to help them. Yeah, like literally tomorrow. They're going to come by and we're going to do the reading and stuff and oh see God. what I can help out with if I can. And I, and I hope I can. How does that feel in your body doing the readings? Like, do you get different sensations, feelings? Like, does it stick with you? Is it dark, light? Like, what yeah. is it like for you? It sticks with me and it's definitely very dark. I'm mm. not going to like talking about murder and stuff is like super difficult. And, and you could see the pain when you're reading someone too. So it's like, you're seeing their pain, what's coming through and like the person who you're like connecting to, which is typically the victim who you, who like I'm reading. So it's like, it's like the victim's family who I'm speaking to. And they're like on every side, everyone is like hurting. So it's, it's like super difficult but when I'm able to help them, that's when I'm like, I see the light at the end of the tunnel with it because I was very apprehensive even doing cold case stuff because of how dark it is. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw how much it can help these families, then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bite the bullet. And no matter how much it plays in my mental state, I'm going to help these families. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Wow. Have yeah, you found a way to... to- care for yourself in that like to protect yourself from it or do you need recovery time can you turn it on and off what is your relationship with the self-care around it at first it was very difficult i'm not gonna lie like at first i would um i would go 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 and burn myself out go 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 and then i would get very like moody is the word i'll use like i'll be on edge with everything with everyone And I was like, that's not a way for me to live. And then I kind of learned how just to ignore it and just to like push it aside and go surfing and snowboarding and just like the things that make me happy and just be around friends and family that kind of bring back that like positive, I guess, like light into my life. But there was recently a time where I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Like literally last month, I kept going, going, going with cold case, with readings, with this and that. And my body like literally was like, hey, you have to stop where I went blind in my left eye for an hour. 
Well, like I, I literally woke up, went to the gym in the morning, like I always do before I do everything. And as I was leaving, like, it looked like I stared into the sun and then I couldn't see for an hour. And no, like my no. left eye was like completely gone. I went to like doctors, everyone. And they're like, you're completely fine. Like, we don't understand like what happened. And that was just like, to me, a major sign. Like I need to slow down sometimes. And I can't just like, as much as I want to help everyone in the world, which I do, I can't, like, yeah. I can't do that. It sucks, but... Yeah, I can't. I mean, it sounds like a ton of energy goes towards it. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, like, (laughs) all I can think about is like, if you're just hanging out with friends, are you just hanging out and all of a sudden, boom, a ghost pops up right next to one of them, and like, (laughs) you're like the movie or the show, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, no, no, like that happens. Does it really? Yeah, it like literally happens. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm just like Jesus Christ! I can't have a fucking beer without like this coming (laughs) through, like. I'm like, oh my God, like this is so annoying. But yeah, it happens. And then unless it's something super significant, like even if it's not a health thing, but it's something serious, I'll typically tell like if I'm with my friends. But even my friends had to accept like what I did too. Like they weren't like, you know, fully okay with it, I guess, yeah. for a while, which sucked. But like once they became okay with it, then they were more curious about it. So then I was able to say the stuff that I wanted to say to them. But most of them at first were not okay with it. Have you felt yourself get more guarded? Because I know even, you know, it's not the same. So being a celebrity, being a medium, like I remember when Rachel first got famous, it was like there was this sort of guard we all put around her because like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, everybody wanted something, you know? And I feel like that alone is draining where did you experience that? Like everyone wants something from you at all times, right? It literally uh, it's just started happening like the last like six months, eight months where people who I've spoken to in, in like Hollywood or whatever, who promised me the world, gave me nothing, um, start reaching out and trying to like, you know, like, hey, we hear this is going on. Like, we want to help you. And yeah, it's and just like in my personal life, too, with like the medium stuff, like people now want to know so many things and they don't know like a boundary and they and, and they don't know that. Like, I'm trying to watch TV. I'm just trying to watch TV. Like, you know, like, I'm just trying to, like, chill out. Like, and people just don't understand that now. So, yeah, it's been tough. It's been, like, a a tough road. But my family has been, and my girlfriend, honestly, has been, like, the best with it. Like, they've been, like, to help me stay, like, focused on what I need to do and not be distracted and not, you know, it's it's been difficult. It's been hard. I'm not going to like lie. I would imagine that it would be and quite isolating in a way because your experience is just so vastly different from mm-hmm. the common person. Yeah. Do you think yeah. we all have it in us? I do. I think like, and I try to use this phrase, I feel like everyone can sing, but not everyone can sing like Frank Sinatra. So everyone can sing and then everyone can work to get to a certain point where like, Maybe that's their best at singing. They're, you can't do any more, can't do any less. I feel that's the same with everyone. And I also don't feel it's as cookie cut as just being a medium. I think people clairvoyant or psychics, empaths, like I think people like thrive in different areas with it. So I really do believe that everyone has like some type of ability. Yeah. And what about chant? Like, do you channel with, because like when I help people, 
there's often times where I feel, and I always say this, I'm like, write it down because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> right? Like I'll say things and, and yeah. my friends will look at me like, what was that? I'm like, I don't know, you know? And it <laughs> yeah. doesn't feel like I have anything to do with it. Is that a thing for you? Is it like channeling through you? Exactly. Or, mm. Exactly, yeah. It's like exactly that. And then like when you see me like focus and like stare down like like before, I try to explain to people, like, imagine you're getting screenshots in your head, like a fast movie. So, like, they try to relate it to things that I know. So, when I saw your grandfather, like, William, I saw my grandfather that passed away. And that's how I knew it was a grandfather or, like, a William name. And, like, that's kind of what they try to do for me. At first, it was initials. At first, they would show me, like, very simplistic things because they were trying to train my eye and, like, what was going on. And then eventually it evolved. Does it surprise you? Yeah. Like, do you ever surprise yourself and be like, damn, I don't know where that, that was good. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Like, in my head, I'm like, holy shit, that was fucking great. Yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, I tried to look like so calm, but I'm like, holy shit, that was pretty fucking sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this was sick. Have you ever been shown something or told something like so horrific that you don't even know how to relay it to someone else? Mm, Good question. Yeah. Yeah. It's most of the time when I do readings, people could see it on my face. Like when that comes up, like I'm typically like really focused, but when people see me start rubbing my beard and like really like focusing and my face turns like, white it's typically like when someone gets like touched inappropriately by a family member or things like that that were like it's very hard for me to say to someone because they look so broken and people always think it's a female and i try to like remind people like it's not like i read dudes that have this issue like military law enforcement like people go through the like some stuff and it's like it's hard because like I don't know how to say it to them sometimes because I they look broken as it is. Right. And I don't want to like throw salt in the wound type of thing. But I've realized like when you say those tough moments, it gives them that step forward and that like coming at peace with it or the closure mm. part of it. The more you don't say it is the more they're going to harbor onto it. I've realized because at first I used to not say it because I was too scared to. I was like, I'm not going to bring this up. Like, but then... I've realized like I'm doing them a disservice because that's very personal, intimate, like they need to hear it. And like, I'm not going to go around like saying it. So if they want to talk about it, they can, but I would never. But yeah, it's been really difficult with that stuff. Yeah, because I would imagine most people that would be compelled to see a medium have a reason, right? Most, yeah. I would probably say 95%, yeah. I would say that there's like a rare like instance where people are like oh i heard it's gonna be a fun night or a fun time so i wanted to do it which i do get that sometime and then i stop them and i'm like this is not for you then because right. i take this so seriously like i don't want people to think like i'm gonna like just make it a fun night for someone like it's it's not supposed to be like that like yes like it's supposed to be a great experience and that's what i want to give to people but when they're sitting there with their wine and just slugging wine and they're like this is gonna be a fun night i'm like this is like not for us (laughs) like this is not for me (laughs) exactly exactly i'm not like an axe like you don't call me in and then i dance and then you're done and whatever and i try to get people to realize that that like i'm not someone who like you want me to dance for you or to do what i do and then when you're done with me you just throw me to like the curb it's 
I've experienced that a lot, obviously. So, yeah, like, yeah. if you couldn't tell, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been an interesting, like, road with that stuff. Sure. Do you ever get messages at, like, the most inopportune times, like, when you're with your girlfriend, like, having sex or something? <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, no. <laughs> I've caught... Yeah. Yeah, now I'm going to be like, yeah, like, what? No, I've actually caught an ex-girlfriend cheating from, like, her relative. Like, no. Wow. Yeah, like, we were just laying in my bed, like, not having sex or anything, and her grandfather brought up someone's name and kept saying it and like kept showing it to me and she didn't believe in this stuff anyway so like she would like be super rude about it and stuff so i said to her i go who is this person and she goes what and i said it again and she turned white like a ghost and she goes that's my she goes that's not my ex-boyfriend that's the ex before that and i was with him a couple nights ago and i I basically admitted that she cheated on Uh. me and so once that happened i was like i'm never gonna like use this when I'm in a relationship or whatever, because like, I don't want to know like that. Like that was like the worst feeling to find out like that. It sucked. You're like to find out from your dead grandfather. (laughs) I mean, but you did get to find out. I mean, also that's, I mean, not to be rude, but it's kind of shitty that she didn't believe in your. Oh yeah. It was, it was fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was fucked up because like I tried to like bring her in to like experience one. So I, I spoke to someone and I was like, hey, do you mind if she sits in so she can see like what I do? Because she has no idea. Mm-hmm. And they're like, sure. She gets up five minutes and just walks out and leaves like uh- in that like like super rude shit like that. And I'm an idiot for obviously, and this was a long time ago, but I was an idiot for even thinking like I can make it work. Like I was a fucking idiot. But you now you're young. Yeah. Yeah. You're still young. How old are you? I'm 30. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're, you're so baby. young. <laughs> no, what I sign wish. are you? I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm a Capricorn. I heard bad things about Cap. Like people like, all you do is just focus on your work and that's it. And it, probably couldn't be more true (laughs) i don't know much about capricorn i don't know i don't know that i do either do you believe in god i believe there's something out there yeah i believe like there's definitely some something someone something out there but i'm not 100 like i've never died so like i can't like like when people ask me about like the other side it's like i've never died so i can't give like to my knowledge that i can't give you like an exact thing but yeah i I definitely believe there's someone something out there for sure do you see people like when you saw or you were talking i don't know if you actually see them but my grandfather do you see them do you see where they are is it like a vision or is it talking the best way yeah the best way i can explain it's like imagine there's like an energy blob uh-huh. And it's just like they can travel at like the speed of light. And it's like, like one of those. But when they hit a surface for me, so whether it's a blank surface, whether it's the floor, the wall, whatever, it kind of morphs into like what I need. But then they shoot it into my head so I could get a more descriptive story. Sometimes I'll see them. Sometimes I'll see facial features, like things that are just like if someone has a scar in their cheek, a mole on their face mm-hmm. or something like that. I'll see that. But like when it comes to a reading, I don't like actually see them how I see mm-hmm. you. But when I'm laying in bed and shit at night, that's when they actually come and I'm actually able to see them. It's like when I'm literally 
in my fucking bed. Oh, great. So you sleep well. <laughs> yeah, I haven't slept in the last like 10 years from this like and stuff. But yeah, it's been the worst sleeps ever. Oh my ever, God. ever. So do you have like nightmares? Like what's that like? Do they come into your dreams? Like does it haunt you yeah. or is it just kind of leaves it like when it, it's le- it's left behind before you fall asleep? Does that make sense? Sure. No, no, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, they come in like typically every night or pretty often. The person who I'm reading the next day, their family members will come in my dream, so they're able to be said first. Okay. So, like if I'm reading someone and I'm use Grandma Judy again, Grandma Judy keeps coming through and keeps showing me stuff. She wants to be said first, like mm-hmm. and so like I'll get that pretty often. But sometimes it is hard for me to tell difference between like a visit, a dream and a nightmare because mm-hmm. they're all like yeah. so descriptive and so like weird. Like yeah. it's weird. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like like even though I do this every day, I try to tell people like I still think it's so fucking weird. Yeah. Like I can't I can't wrap my head around it still. Like it's something I still cannot understand fully. But it's it's yeah, it's weird, but I'm very fortunate to have this, but it's weird. Sure. Well, we could tell, yeah. like, as soon as you got on with us, you're like, okay, this is super weird. Like, I do this and I stare off. And, like, yeah, yeah. Lily and I are like, that's not weird at all. Like, we get it. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's not you weird. Yeah. So far, it's been weird. At all. Perfect. At all. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that you are still kind of, you know, just wrapping your head around all of this, because what, yeah. what an experience and what a life to live and what a gift yeah. to share and all of that. And I know there's skeptics out there and everything Always, else. Yeah. But you know, you're literally just, you have no control. Like it's just is, it just is, right? Yeah. And that's what I tell people too. It's like for the people that are skeptics or whatever, I understand because it's hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. It's hard to wrap my head around it. I just tell people like there's more to this world and to like what, like what we know than like things aren't so black and white. I try to tell people and I always say, like, sit down with me for 10 minutes if you're skeptical and, like, let me change your mind. Like, don't go into it. Like, I would say just come sit down for 10 minutes and just let me change your mind. Because, like, I'm not going to battle someone if they believe it. If they don't, sit down and experience it for yourself. And then you can make your assessment there, I guess. But don't just go, like, walk around without experiencing something, saying, like, something is bullshit if you haven't experienced it. But I do understand, like, how people are like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that yeah. is, like, so weird. And there and also stuff. are a lot of people that pretend to have all different types of gifts, right? Oh, and try and make yeah. money off of, you know, vulnerable oh, yeah. people and... Yeah. You know? And there's about, like, 50 fake accounts of me on, like, oh, social media. About 50 to 80 on, like, TikTok and Instagram. And they've stolen up to, like, 60 grand worth of money oh. from people just, like preying on people and preying on all these people. And it's like, I feel so bad because I get hundreds of DMs a day being like, is this you? Like, is this you? And it's like, no, like I can't answer everyone. So, so, and I've witnessed someone in person, like I call it cold reading where they basically ask you and then you give them the information. So I'd be like, I see like a grandmother, it'd be like, oh, grandma Judy. And he'd be like, that's, that's who's there. Like I've witnessed it in person at a bar with some person and it's, it's all over. Like it sucks. It is. I got, I got a request from someone that I know that does like, I think she does like astrology or something, Mm -hmm. but I got a Instagram thing saying like, oh, 
I would love to offer you a reading. And I thought this was someone I knew. So I was like, oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, okay, great. We'll set it up for Thursday. Just Venmo. And I was like, and so yeah. I contacted her and yeah, I'd be like okay here you go five minutes <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah she was like no but my I've told I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast maybe but my husband and I once we went to an evening where mm-hmm. everyone was drinking wine and they're like oh yeah. there's gonna be a medium there and he's gonna go around and he's gonna talk to people he either mm-hmm. calls on you or he doesn't yep and he looked at me and he goes and my husband was like on the other side of a table. Like we weren't together. We yeah. were not married. We'd only been dating like three months. And he looks at me and he said, are you ready to be a mom? And I was like, huh? He's like, there's a soul here. There's a baby here that's ready for you. And then he turns and he looks over at my husband on the other side of the table. And he said, are you ready to be a dad? And he goes, no, not at all. <laughs> and he said, well, get ready because this soul's already chosen you guys as its parents. And oh, like wow. when we had our first... And that night, they couldn't... <laughs> I was about to say... <laughs> well, he broke up with me. I swear he broke up with me. Remember, that's when he like oh, yeah, failed. He freaked, out. he freaked out. But when we got back together, anyways, we had two kids and we always think about that night and we're like... Yeah, I had something similar to I've told it, right? The, I feel like the, I've told this. That yeah, maybe. Too. I had a woman tell me when my daughter was ready to come in. And, mm-hmm. Like everything oh, was wow. right on, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah so I've had experience. That's more like clairvoyance. Yeah. Than, I think that's awesome, though. That's like really cool. I would love to talk to someone to give me a reading or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever want to go to like a medium and be like, tell me? <laughs> yeah, I always want to go to one, but every time I go to these mediums that I'm sure you guys know of them and stuff like the bigger ones and stuff that are on TV and all that. Are they all um, bullshit? <laughs> um, definitely. I don't think they're bullshit. No, I think they can definitely connect. And that's what people want is like people to connect and stuff. But every time I go and I try to get a reading, they're like, you're too like um, intimidating is what they say. They're like, you're very intimidating. So because... you've never had a reading from another medium? No. And it's because that, like, I guess because I'm so hard on myself when it comes to readings, like I want it to be as like validating specific to the person. Like I don't want to be generic at all. So I expect the same from another medium. Like I don't expect, I don't expect them to be like generic with me and they get really nervous and they're like, yeah, like we can't do it. Like, oh, that's so disappointing. It sucks because I have, I've lost, unfortunately, a lot of people in my life. Uh, and yeah. I would just like, just like just a simple reading just to have one. But yeah. it's okay though, because like, I know they're all there and they're all good, but it, I don't think I'm intimidating. I just think like, I just, ex- I hold mediums to a higher like expectation because I hold myself there. So like, if they're going to go out and read the public with people's emotions, they should really be like spot on. And yeah, like right. not play with people's emotions and just do it. Like, I don't know. Cause I've, I've heard people have stories and I'm like, you paid a thousand dollars for that. I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, but people sometimes are just so desperate and they just want to yeah. hear something. So they don't care. Yeah. But, to, but it's for any individual, I guess, to make up their own mind and stuff. But I'm just very hard on myself. Which, don't be hard on yourself. I know. But, so there's yeah. probably people out there that are like, oh, how can you do it over Zoom? Don't you have to be in person? How does that work? Yeah. 
Yeah, I tell people that like they travel at the speed of light. So it's just like if I'm talking to you, like they can go back and forth. Like it's just one of those things. Um, and I I say the same thing to people too. I'm like, listen, I'm like, sit down with me for 10 minutes. And if you don't think mm-hmm. it's whatever, then we need to sit down with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sit down with him. Yeah, when this morning when the um who was it? Who? Katie. Yeah. The, the producer was like, Oh, he can only read one of you. I was like, No. <laughs> yeah, I love you. I didn't know that there was two people. I had no oh, idea because I know. Okay. So and I said to her, I'm like, well, you don't know, because she's had a lot, she's lost a lot of very close people to her in her life. I'm like, it's gonna be yeah. you. Like that's who's gonna, you know, pop well, up, I'm sure. <laughs> and that's what always happens. People come to me when they're in Paris. Like, I would be positive that this person's going to get a reading. Then it's always the other person every time. And then at the end, they're like, holy shit. They're like, I've had like 15 people pass me. This person has like three. How the hell did that one of three come through right. and not my 15? And I was like, I wish I could like control it and just like latch on. And but I like, can. If I were to like right now, like let's say I left camera and Olivia was just sitting in front of you, would you be able to read her? Or is it if their energy's in the it, room? It's this if the energy's in the room, and like I've caught people like also with like Zoom like lying to me about that stuff too, where it's like they said it was there was like an individual reading, and that's fine, and then all of a sudden another family's coming through very strong, and then I say to them, I'm like, who's in the room with you? Because there's a whole other family coming through that's not even like a spouse's family or something. Like I can tell the difference, and they always smile. And then they always go, oh, this person's behind this screen. Like, I thought it would be okay if they listened. And Get I'm like... in your car and leave. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I, I, I couldn't be more serious. Like, whenever you guys want, and like, an individual, like, after yeah. this, we, we can set it up. And, like, we oh, we're I, doing I can it. do yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I'll literally do it tomorrow for you. Like, I don't care. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're ready. We're ready. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, this is I'm, the most excited, like, we... It, by far for any guest. And we've had a lot of really incredible guests. But I'm this sure, is yeah. the stuff that's like, it's precious and rare. And, you know, I still think he needs to read Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you haven't yes. met. He's, he's our, with us usually, but um, he's a skeptic. Yes. <laughs> Rob's messaging. Is he, what is he saying? <laughs> what is he saying? <laughs> no, he's about me, not you. Okay. No, no, no. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people are, and it's fine. I mean, look, at, I'm sure you're a skeptic on certain people too, right? And I think that no matter what anyone does, there's going to be skeptics, whether you're a medium or a dancer. People or, don't listen. You know, I played a doctor on TV. There were many skeptics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one bought it. <laughs> No, but it's yeah, but it's true. It's everywhere, and it's it's. But like, if you have this, and I love how you're just like, sit down with me for ten minutes. You know, yeah. Like proof yeah. is in the pudding. If I do say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> that should be your yeah. Point. Oh, yeah, what about proof is past in the pudding. Lives? What is your thought on past lives? So I definitely think there's something there. I I obviously don't remember mine i guess i i just don't know mine but i i know there's people that specialize in it and i think that's like super cool i just i think there is a past life because i think like with your like family or core 300 people that like whatever there's different relationships so like maybe my mom was my sister because that's our relationship we're just so close yeah we're like because she does all my appointments like i don't let anyone touch it like she's the only one that like can do that stuff and like 
I do think past lives play into like where we are now, just depending if someone can tap into it or not. Like, I wish I could, because I would love to know like what I did. Like, was I in Salem getting like burned at the cross (laughs) or like... We were with you if you were. (laughs) (laughs) Good, I'm not alone. I like that. (laughs) I've like looked at my son and I'm like, are you my uncle? Like, you know, yeah. like, you you know, when you just yeah. like can feel something, you're like, are you? Because you kind of yeah. feel like him to me, yeah. you know, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I literally do that with my cousin's um, child. He looks just like my grandfather <laughs> who passed away. And I look like a spitting image of my dad's biological father when he was my age. Like there's a picture of him in, in the Navy and you put us side by side. We look identical to each other. Like. It's so weird because, like, I get that picture sent to me from my family, like, every other week. Because, like, look how much you look like him. (laughs) And I'm like, I get it. And it's super weird. So. Oh, my goodness. It's so interesting. Yeah. What? I was going to say, are there times when the veil is thinner? Like, you know how they're like, oh, around Halloween, the veil gets thinner. Like, is there anything to seasons or light and like any of that true Um, for you (laughs) um i haven't experienced that okay but i do know like they're always bugging me (laughs) yeah they're literally always bugging me but when you're just waking up or you're in that really tired phase that's when like it comes through for most people that's why people like when they're just falling asleep or just waking up they're like holy shit i thought i just saw something and then you wake up and it's gone like that's when like they say like people are the most like open, like mm-hmm. the complete most open. Cause I don't know if you guys have had that experience, but it's like when you're falling asleep or just waking up and you're looking around, then you see like a black thing just move very fast mm-hmm. or something. And then you like, all of a sudden you jolt up and you're like, what the fuck was that? And it's gone. Mm-hmm. That's when people are like the most open. So like, that's what I've realized when it comes to people being like really open is, is that time. But Maybe Halloween has an effect. Hocus Pocus too says so. So, and what about when they come to you? Like, if you dream about people that have passed on, I've mm-hmm. heard that that's them oh yeah, is that you? in your dream talking to you? Is that really them visiting you? So I always try to explain to people the difference between like a dream and a visit, or like a memory and a visit. Typically, a visit is like their mouth doesn't really open all the time. So like, you'll just be with them and you'll get that emotional feeling, but it's the surroundings that they put you in. It's like the message. And if they're talking and it's a memory that you have, that's just a memory. So I try to tell people just to like, because sometimes people think like the memory they had was a visit. And I'm like, no, that's just a memory that you had. If you see them in a completely different setting that you've never seen before, I'm like, that's a visit. So I'm like, you have to pay attention to like everything that's around you because like they're putting you in that situation or in that spot for like a reason. And people don't typically pay attention because they don't know that like, and sometimes people just forget their dreams. Like, right. you know, like people just forget like what the hell happened, like, and which is so normal. But that's what I just tell people. Like when you're in a different setting that you've never been in before, mm. if you wake up, like try to like take note of it. Cause there's a reason why they did that. I wonder why when my grandma passed away soon after she passed away. Yeah. In my dream, she came to me in my dream. Now, we were somewhere we had never been before yeah. together, but it was the 101 Cafe. So I'm like, what? In Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, in Hollywood. But anyway, oh, no, but she told me she was like, she told me she had to go. She was so tired because she, you know, she worked very hard her whole life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she just had to go. And she sat down with me at this cafe and told me. And it was a place we had never been. So I believe 
But that was a visit. Even though she was talking, yeah. I think she yeah. just wanted to communicate. She had to go. Even if, yeah, like like when they do talk to you like in a different setting, that's why I tell people to visit. It's just more so when people like are in a memory that they've had before yeah, and they're yeah, talking in the memory. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's completely different than and I try to explain to people because a lot of people, like I like I said, like always just want to believe. Like they just want to believe everything and anything. And sometimes there's a clear difference of like a memory versus mm-hmm. like what actually happened. So right. or like a dream or whatever. So people also get addicted to it. Yeah. Like I've known people that like they go to this person and that person and this. And at mm-hmm. a certain point, like for me, I'm like, you kind of got to make peace with it, right? Oh, 100%. I don't let people come to me more than once a year. That's, see, I yeah. love that. Because yeah, it becomes I, like addicting to certain people that are really yeah. looking for comfort, yeah. right? I tell them too. I'm like, what the hell is going to change? Like within like whatever, like that's just not like how it works. So I say you can come to me once a year, like, and that's it. And like no more. And, you know, because I saw people one spending their money on like something that I could have said however long ago, but also like things need to happen and things need to change for a reading to be a reading. Like you can't just keep coming and coming, but you're right. People like I went to this medium and then this psychic and then this medium. And I'm just like, I smile and I'm just like, then why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And I try to be honest with you because I don't want them wasting their money and stuff, but a lot of them wait like two years to see me. Wow. And they like in that time, they like go to medium, medium, medium. And I'm just like, then why are you here? Like give it to someone that like really needs like this, like someone that hasn't gone to a medium or, or something. Right. Yeah. So I try to limit, I try to limit those people <laughs> as best as I can. Yeah, Once they tell me, I'm like, yo, this isn't for you then. <laughs> like, you know, Well, it's I'm almost sorry. transference at that point in a little way, isn't it? Like they're going, yeah. it, does that happen with you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, I think they hang on to every word you say. So I could say a bumblebee is stinging me and they're like, oh my God, that means this. And it's like, it's like, no, it doesn't. Like they're just trying to connect things that doesn't make sense. So I like, that's a big part of the reason why I like limit those people because they're also giving you information before you even say anything. Like I want to hear from my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I don't want to know anything. Like, I just, like, that's why my mom does my appointments. She gets only their first name and she sends me a Zoom link. And I literally, she sends me a text. She's like, you have an appointment at this time. And I click onto the link. And, and I have to be honest too, like, I'm really bad with like names and like people. So I've read people like a year, two years ago, and I don't even remember them. And yeah. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. And they're like, you read me like, like last year. They're like, what? And I, I do that on purpose because like, I don't want to remember anything because I, I want that. to be... Yeah. And like those people, I don't know. They, it's like the obsession of like the medium thing. It's yeah. like you, it's like you did something for them that they needed to heal and they stick with you, which is amazing because they believe in you. But then it's like, I don't want them spending their money and like time on this. Like someone else needs it. Someone else should experience it. You don't need to go to seven mediums to get the same answer. Like, and then they all become it. the same. They're like, he told me that I was going to meet a guy that had <laughs> yeah, a car yeah. and he has a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love when people say it to me, like, yeah, the medium told me I was going to marry someone with a red car or something. Yeah. I sit there, I'm like, what? <laughs> They're like, <laughs> yeah, like I met a guy who had a red Dodge Ram and now we're dating for two years <laughs> and whatever. I'm like, 
what? <laughs> like, I get so confused. I'm like, what? Yeah, people hang on to like the craziest stuff sometimes, which it's it's scary because I don't want people to like, you know, believe everything that they hear. Like, like let there Agreed. be some like validity behind like what they're saying with stuff. Like, don't. It just scares me sometimes the people. And also it's the opposite of healing, right? So like if if they it are is. coming to heal something, there should be some sort of resolve with it. 100%. And sometimes like when they go to other people or whatever, and then they come to me, it's like they're still searching for that. They're still searching for like to get that closure or that healing. And that's why it's it's hard sometimes for me because they've been to five different people and they're looking for this one specific thing like what type of like what type of ice cream their grandma gave them and if they <laughs> don't no i swear to god it has happened and if you don't say that then it's like they're not going to heal because like that's the only thing that will help them heal if they hear that one thing that you know Hagen dazs really, vanilla <laughs> you're just like Hagen dazs vanilla all of them your grandma ate it <laughs> Vanilla, that's the one. That's it. it. Yeah, it just makes it difficult sometimes. I imagine. Yeah. Wait, did you know who Rachel was? I knew I was doing the podcast. Yeah, I knew I was doing the podcast. But did you Um, know who she was first? Not really, no. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because I'm younger. No. No. Yeah. He's younger. He's like, wait, am I supposed to? How? Well, I told I told my girlfriend and she like flipped the fuck out. Oh, okay. Okay. yeah. <laughs> so I got she some kept, cred. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like literally everyone in my family that's older than me, because I'm 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 the youngest in, in my family. And literally my older cousins, everyone, they're like, holy shit, they're like, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> but like, my yeah, girlfriend well, like, <laughs> I talked to her grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I can be like, I spoke to her grandpa. But, um, yeah. My 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 like manager like was telling me too and stuff. So yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like you knew because you don't usually get the names and stuff. Yeah, I was just curious, curious if they do yeah, it all yeah. the same, right? Yeah, I try to stay like like I said, like very far removed from yeah. all that. Like when it comes to readings and stuff, and I also don't want to like pull in like people that because like you guys would probably have like you know, a shit ton of stuff written about you online. Like as far as like your family and like, you know, the history of like a Wikipedia page and all that crap. So it's just like, I stay away from that. And I also want to find, like, I can tell when there's energies that are more private, I guess, than like others. And like, that's why I try to explain to people, like when like celebrities and stuff reach out, they're like, you you can just literally read up on their fucking life. And it's like, that that's 100% true. But it's like, then that makes it, more appealing to me because then I don't want to do that. Like I want to pick up the people that was your childhood best friend that only you knew when you were like 12 years old. Like I don't want to bring up like people that are written up and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big like competitor. So like, I'm just like, as far as like, I used to play like sports and stuff. So I'm like, I view it more as like, if people read up on someone, they're literally getting the answers and stuff. So it's, and you're like, I need to be the best medium out there and I need to be the best one. <laughs> but I also get, even with what we do, yeah. and I'm not going to say we don't love doing the celebrity interviews, but right, yeah. there is a bit more guardedness than when we sit down with someone who's not in that world. You get yeah. a lot more availability in a way. 100%. And I've noticed that too with like readings in general where like the celebrity people were like always reach out and and then when they do it 
they're like extremely guarded yeah. like <laughs> and they don't want to say anything so right. it becomes difficult for me because it's like if i'm bringing up very personal things you don't want to say it then how do we know that i'm i'm like i just like to know them validated whether it's just a yes or a no mm-hmm. i don't really care you don't want to go into things for me but i have noticed that like the higher celebrity people that i read versus like others like they're just way more guarded like they yeah. don't like but it's weird because they reach out to me they have like their assistants and teams like reach out to me and then i do the reading and they're so guarded and i'm just like so confused because i'm like how could i do this if you're so guarded you're not going to answer anything for me like at all and right. it's also like people probably it there's this thing even when i was watching what is it what's his name tyler henry you know yeah, yeah, the tyler, thing yeah. i watched both of the Every one of his shows I've watched because I yeah. just find it fascinating. But I love observing the people. And a lot of times they've got this weird energy, like as if you guys have to prove something to them. Always. Where it's like... Always, always, always. It's always. a weird attitude as if you're like, I'm always, here yeah. to trick you and let yeah. me, you know, it's yeah, if I'm, Yeah, if, if I'm being honest, it happens like all the time. Like these celebrity people will like reach out to me, like I said, but then like when I start to read them, they are guarded, but then they become like, let's see what this fucking kid can do. Yeah, like, with exactly. this like attitude, like, and it's, it becomes awkward for me because like, I like to at least speak to them first, just like as like a personal level, just so it's not so like businessy and not so like, I'm coming here for a 30 minute appointment and then you're out or whatever. So I try to talk to them first, but I typically won't get who they are until after I read them mm. as far as like their personality. Cause once you hit those things and then they know maybe this is like legitimate or whatever that they want to feel and stuff, then they become way nicer and they mm-hmm. lose that. But in the beginning, it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm so confused. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you reached out to me. Like, I don't understand. I'm yeah. so confused. It's like going like, to your doctor and being like, no, you figure it out. you figure that out feeling you're like yeah fucking (laughs) fucking figure this shit out for me right now and then i'll see if you're legit or not (laughs) it's so true it is it's odd it is odd i just think the whole thing you know you have such like a genuine humbleness to you you know what i mean like it's like so you i would never meet you and be like oh he you know what he can talk to dead people <laughs> you know what i mean though like i yeah. just say it that way but it's no no i get that all the time like when i used to do appointments at, at my parents house because i didn't want them coming to like where i was living and stuff so i'd literally drive to my parents house i would open the door and people would be like i'm here to see jonathan and i'm like that's me they're like <laughs> they're like what and i'm like yeah no that's me and you see like their faces they're like what they're like what the hell like (laughs) yeah they're like what because for a long time i didn't have social media i was like super against it Mm -hmm. like i wanted my my name to be word of mouth not from doing videos and stuff and then once i felt like i don't know that people respected me then i then i created social media but at first i didn't so they didn't know what what i looked like so they were so confused yeah it was very good it was very funny yeah it was really funny and how long do you do readings usually last just generally? Like 45 minutes. Okay. I typically say 45, but I always stay on way longer. 
mm-hmm. because I'm a sucker for people. So like <laughs> when I see when I see people really like, you know, going like this and like really want more, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna stay on for another like 30 minutes. I'm like, I'll give a shit. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. what's your goal with it? Like wh- where do you want to go with it? Like what would be your biggest vision in what you can achieve through your gift? I, honestly, just I know it sounds super corny, but it I've literally said this for the last like five to seven years. It's really just to help people. Like that's like my biggest thing to do. Like really to help people at such like a larger scale than just because I'm from Long Island. So so rather than just being on Long Island, I just want to help people with families that have suffered tragedy, cold yeah. cases and stuff. Like that's my goal that I want people to leave because I know they're not going to leave me completely feeling like a weight's lifted off their shoulders. But I know when they leave me, they're at least taking the step in the right direction. And that's all I want to do for people is just to help them get into the right direction just because death and losing people and, um, you know, unexpectedly, is just really fucking tough. And, you know, and when you lose a kid, a brother, a sister, who, mom, dad, whoever, and especially in a tragic way, in a tragic fashion, to, to see them just to take a step in that right direction is the reason why I do this. And it's the reason why I won't stop until I'm able to really help as many people as I can. And, you know, throughout like this journey, like I've been offered like other opportunities for like TV and stuff and none of it has felt right because it was never helping people in the way that I always wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just, like, that's probably my biggest goal. Cause like literally right now I'm doing it like a TV project and it's, to help people. That's all I'm going to like. And now I feel fulfilled because I'm able to do it now at a larger scale. Right. Like then you're still helping. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one, it's one of those. So that's my goal is just to help people on such like a larger scale than just staying so local right. and just doing yeah. it locally. Yeah. Because that's the hard part, I think, too, about when you work in that one-on-one fashion, it's almost like you become too big for that container in a way. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you can do the one on one, but after a certain point, it's like, gosh, how many people could you be helping in that hour? Exactly. And part of the reason why it's hard to do like the the individuals and then make like, yes, I'm making someone's day, which is like the best feeling. But like when you're doing a show to give people hope, that's the best thing because that's all you want to give people is that hope. Because most people won't share their stories. Like most people have such horrific stories, but they're too afraid to share. And when they see something on TV, podcast, whatever it is, YouTube, whatever it is, it gives them hope. And like, that's all I want to do for people is just to make sure that they know like their loved one is somewhere else and they're not suffering. And, you know, they could take a step forward in life. Like, it's okay for you to move on and at your own pace. Like, you don't have to move on right away, but at your own pace, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, now I'm ready to do this stuff. Because for a long time, I wasn't. For a very long time, I wanted to figure out what was the proper way, just in general, whether it's social media or whatever, to try and make an impact on people. I give away readings, like, all the time. Because I'm like, people don't want to wait years to see me, and they can't afford it sometimes. So I'm like, I give away readings like once a month or twice a month. I try to give away one to people that really need it and they can't afford it and they're suffering. So I'm just trying to spread that hope and that everything as much as I can. I think that's beautiful. It is beautiful and and it is helpful. Yeah. It's almost like people would always ask me why I love, um, I'd watch all those like paranormal shows and like ghost shows and all that. 
they'd be like, doesn't that scare you? I'm like, no, I find it comforting because it's like, if right. you, it means there's something, right? And, and that's, yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you have to offer, right? Like if you were to take it to a larger level and do a show, mm-hmm. it's like, you may not be talking to that one person in their living room, but they're watching that feeling like, mm, you know what? There is something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly like kind of what I want that to do is like, so people can sit down and just be like, wow, like there is something and my family's okay. Like this just proves right. it like that. It's okay. Yeah. And that's all I want. And yes, there'll still be skeptics and stuff like that. Cause there always will be, but for the people that really believe in stuff like, and, or just want to believe a lot of people, I would say this more people believe today than they have like three years ago, four, four years ago. I mean, I read a shit ton of men, like a shit ton of professional athletes, a shit ton of like military, law enforcement. And those are the people that people would look at and be like, they don't believe. They're covered in tattoos, like they're six, eight, like can and can run through a brick wall if they needed to. But they're the ones that sit down and, and cry the most. Oh. UFC fighters and stuff, like, and that to me, like that just makes me happy because they're like, yo, like, I feel like I could drink a beer with you. Like, that's why I'm coming to you. It's not because of what you can do it. Like, I mean, it is, but it's like, they're like, you're not, I guess like when people think of psychics and stuff, like I even told you when I was younger, I thought the crystal ball, the hair, Mm -hmm. the old lady and stuff. And that's what people think of. Like even people that just don't really know whether they watched Tyler, Teresa, whoever, they still don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just try my best just to try to read everyone. <laughs> You're doing great. So, okay, Thank you. as like a crazy, psychotic, cold case, obsessive detective yeah. person, a few yeah. I want your opinion on. <laughs> Have you ever thought or heard or know anything or gotten any messages about the West Memphis Three? I don't know what that is. Okay. Is that... It's a no. Yeah, wait, is that... That's um, a cold case about three little little boys. They were eight-year-old in second grade, murdered. I, I don't think... Yeah, no, I don't know them. You don't like, know I, them. I, I, I don't, I don't know, know that them. case. I don't yeah, know them. sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, you don't know that yeah. case. Sorry, it's a really... It's one that I'm... Like, I'm sure it's huge. Yeah, there's there, there's know. certain cases I know. Yeah, like Jean Benet, I'm sure. Yeah, I get asked that a lot. A lot? Yes. And do you know who did it? Yeah, I guess I have a pretty good idea who did it. Yeah. Wow. And have Based you on, ever like, shared readings. that? Um, I share that it's like within the family. So I'm like, I try just to let people know it's like within the family and it's people being like family protecting other family. So it's families protecting other family members. And um, I don't think it was purposely done from what I saw. I, mm. It looks like it was an accident and then covered up. And it looks like, the family all is like interchanging. Like I could tell you off camera, yeah. like exactly what it is and stuff. Um, yes, please, please do. But that's the yeah. <laughs> that's li- like because I get asked that all the time. You get like, that. Pe- is that the one you get asked the most? Probably, yeah. That's probably the biggest one, and especially because it's going to be reopened soon, so people ask all the time. Oh, is it really? Supposedly, supposedly they're going to reopen it because of like this DNA stuff, like this right. new technology. Right. So they're thinking about opening it up again, but the. Yeah, the family's like obviously extremely against it, but which is suspect, yeah. obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any super big suspect? Ones? Big ones. Um, 
I know that you're so young. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, it would have to be like super. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts on the West Memphis. If you ever look it up. You look yeah, up. yeah. Oh, Making a Murderer. Uh, oh, yeah. I forget What's the that? story of that. They did a docuseries on it. I can't remember the story, though. It was... I literally just watched like the Jeffrey Dahmer one. Oh, yeah. How was <laughs> it? Yeah. What did you think was of that? Yeah, I, I mean, it's messed up. It's just very messed up. Just like... Um, oh, the documentary, not the movie. No, I watched... So I watched, like, interviews on, like, the real Jeffrey Dahmer after, after like, that show oh, yeah, came. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to see, like, you know, obviously Hollywood, Hollywood's things yeah. up and stuff. But I wanted to see. And I, it was kind of disturbing. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, the guy was just very, just, like, straightforward. He definitely didn't hide anything that he did, it seemed. Right. And he thought he was sane. He's like, yeah, like I just have compulsions or whatever he called it, like impulses. And I just watched a lot of it. Like his like fixations on people. I was just like, that's so fucking weird. Cause you don't know who you're speaking to. It's like one of those things, like you can speak into someone you think they're so normal, but then yeah, it's fucked up. Right. <laughs> it's so frightening. Yeah. Like, do you ever watch those things? Like, I know you said you just watched that, but like on yeah. your spare time, are you like, I want to watch Friends? Like something <laughs> just like light and cozy? Or do you sit there and be like, I'm going to watch this and try and figure it out? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I definitely watch like Friends, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, <laughs> the, hey, I was um, on that. Yeah, she was on that. You do know me. <laughs> I was not a main character on there. You don't. But you no, were on you asked. It. No, I just watched the part where I thought it could have been you. Probably like was. you, you were dating Ted or something. Oh, yeah, or, I did do that. Yeah, and then you were like a stu- a student <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like very. I was like, that looks exactly who I'm supposed to be speaking to. But I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be like. I assume that was you. So. Because I. You yeah. Got it. You got. Yeah. It. Well, that's interesting timing, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It. Yeah, yeah. I literally was. I literally, I swear, God was just watching it before this. I was sitting on my couch watching it on Hulu, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that so was, weird." See, yeah, weird. I could put on my TV. It'd be pretty fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> and you for didn't. Real, yeah. You weren't watching it because you knew you were doing Rachel. You just happened to be watching. Yeah, it. you were just watching How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, so yeah. I watched that show from beginning to end like a hundred times. Like it's, it's so good, isn't it? it it's very addicting. It's yeah. just very addicting. Comforting. It's comforting. And it's like not a long show. So you can watch a bunch yeah. of episodes and like different situations versus like shows that are like an hour or something. Agreed. You're sitting there. Yeah. yeah. You're Why sitting not? there like, is this going to end? Like, what's going <laughs> <Ever? laughs> like, It hits yeah, the yeah. same spot as Friends does for me. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. You just need those outlets sometimes instead of going yeah. to bed watching, like, you know, Dahmer files, forensic files, yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, which I can yeah, do yeah. sometimes as well. This has yeah, been like yeah. such an interesting conversation. Like, yeah. but I just want to talk to you more about cold cases and I want yeah. reading. Like, we're going to, we really, I mean, we're, it would be such an honor if you would do our readings and, yeah. And then we can talk about it too again on the show. After. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, thank you so much for taking the time with us today, and we loved loved talking to you. Thank yeah, you. you're awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So rad. Much success. Much love. And do me a favor. Be nice to yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. You're doing a lot of good in the no, world. That, you are. You're helping thanks. people find comfort and resolution, and like you might deserve to be a little sweet to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks again. And tell your girlfriend you. she's lucky. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I definitely Aww, will. Oh, and tell her hi for me. I will. I will. She'll, 
<laughs> yeah, she'll freak out. Yeah, she'll freak out. Yeah. All right. You're Thank awesome. You so we'll much. see you really soon. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.